You're welcome back to This Week. Now, after a surprise visit to Northern Ireland by the British Prime Minister to meet with the Northern Parties on Friday, all the mood music suggested that a deal about the Northern Ireland Protocol might finally be in sight. But after talks with EU leaders in Munich yesterday, Rishi Sunak said the deal was by no means done, saying there were still challenges to work through. This morning, it's been reported that the former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has intervened in the negotiations by encouraging the DUP to resist a compromise. Mr Johnson is said to have warned against abandoning the Northern Ireland Protocol Bill, the legislation which would override part of the Brexit deal. For the latest on this, let's talk to George Parker, political editor of the Financial Times. George, it's highly unusual for a former British Prime Minister to get involved in negotiations involving a current British Prime Minister. So what's Boris Johnson doing here? here. <laughs> I don't think Boris Johnson plays by the rules. He's he's someone who wants to stay in the limelight. He's someone who feels that the Northern Ireland Protocol that he himself negotiated in 2019 was such a bad deal that basically it's got to be ripped up completely. He doesn't think it can be reformed, which is what Rishi Sunak's trying to negotiate at the moment with the European Union. And of course, his intervention is dangerous to Rishi Sunak because he, other Tory MPs, Eurosceptic Tory MPs could coalesce around him if there's going to be opposition in the House of Commons to what Rishi Sunak is proposing at the moment. Now, the jurisdiction of the European Court of Justice in this deal has been a point of contention for the hardline Brexiteers. But this morning, Jacob Rees-Mogg and Penny Mordaunt appeared to be putting the ball into the DUP's court when it came to dealing with that issue. Does that suggest that their hardline might be softening a little? Look, I, I think Rishi Sunak has gone too far down the track on this path to um, to actually turn around now. I think if he reversed and gave in to Eurosceptics in his own party, I think he would be accused rightly of being very weak. So I think he's going to do it. And I think you're right that it's interesting that leading Eurosceptics in his party are saying that we'll hand it over to the DUP. If it's okay with the DUP, it's okay with us. And if you think back to the end of last week, after Rishi Sunak met Jeffrey Donaldson, the leader of the DUP in Belfast, Mr. Donaldson came out and sounded pretty conciliatory. He said some progress had been made. He wanted Brussels to go a bit further or to stretch, I think is how he put it. So I think what we're seeing now is the sort of end game of a negotiation where Rishi Sunak will try to get a little bit more out of the European Commission uh, and then present this deal to the House of Commons early next week. That's the plan anyway, unless, of course, as we said earlier, he reverses. Now, it was felt that the fact that Rishi Sunak travelled to Belfast signalled a deal was imminent. But yesterday in Munich, he said a deal was by no means done. Is he managing expectations or threading carefully here? A bit. Look, I mean, the thing is, in any of these negotiations, I used to work in Brussels the, covering the EU. What the EU negotiators will always do is leave a little bit of political space so that the principles, as they call him, namely in this case, the president of the Euro- European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, and Rishi Sunak, the British Prime Minister, can get together in a room and thrash out a final compromise. And I think one of the things you'll hear about over the next couple of days is some sort of mechanism where the Northern Ireland Assembly, if it's reconstituted, will have some kind of consultative role on new rules adopted by the EU, which will apply in Northern Ireland to give it some sort of democratic cover. So there'll be one or two little things that they can tweak at the end, but we're talking about tweaks now rather than a massive renegotiation. And as I said, you know, the plan in number 10, at least at the end of last week, was for them to proceed with this uh, early next week. Um, we'll see, see whether Rishi Sunak's got the nerve to do it. And finally and briefly, if you can, how important is it to get this issue resolved in the Prime Minister's view? And how much do the British public care? The British public don't care about it very much per se, but we're 10 years on from David Cameron announcing a referendum on Brexit. The British public are fed up with the back teeth with Brexit. And if Rishi Sunak can sort this out, get it out of the newspapers, I think people generally 
will heave a bit of a sigh of relief. Okay, George Parker, political editor of the Financial Times. Thank you.